0: If you're looking to expand your home, modernize your kitchen, or improve that man cave, call EJD Construction. Call Eric right now, 305-433-4843. Go to the website ejdconstruction.com. I sound a lot better than I should. Unfortunately, you can't do a lot by making me look better. That is, uh, unfortunately you're stuck with that on YouTube and Twitch if that's what you're putting yourself through. Contact us at 844 416 8123. Call us at 888 441 4623. And don't forget, you can reach out to us on Podbean as well, YouTube chat as well. So, anywhere you want to chat or get in on the conversation, we'll try to keep up with you here at OnsideRadio.com. Right now, I'm still working on some of the camera. I want to get into the AEW. Heavyweight title match. Okay, I waited up, and uh, <laughs> the match did not disappoint. Okay, it was violent, it was bloody, it, it was what it what I thought an exploding barbed wire death match was gonna be. I think where some of it might have went wrong. Again, there was one missed explosion when they went outside the ring. If you watched it. When they went outside the ring and you saw, uh, it was the, I think there was two pieces of wood set up with the barbed wire on them. They went through uh, the middle part of it. The back one went off. The front one did not. But again, you're working with pyro. I, I don't know. you. It's not like this is something you can test. And even if you test it, you've got to reset it up and it may not work the same way again. So then the match goes off, and and let me tell you, this match, I thought, delivered. Minus. I thought the run-in went a little bit too long with Gallows and Anderson. And at the end, of course, we all know now, the explosion did not go off. I thought this was the way for them to kind of send Moxley off for the birth of his baby. I'm not sure how much longer uh, Renee has uh, on carrying the child. I believe it's it's going to be due here soon, probably within the next month or possibly two. But Moxley has carried this company as, as the champion for a long time. So maybe much needed rest. And then you bring them back in about a, a month, leave them off to you for a little bit. That explosion did not happen. So what I thought was the interesting part on all of this was once it did not go off, John Moxley went right on the microphone at the time and said that Omega was one tough, sorry, SOB, but he couldn't build a bomb, exploding bomb, for the ring worth a crap. Now, I'm not sure if, if Moxley went on his own there, which has turned into... Of course, now Tony Khan's having to answer this. And I believe this is either in the presser right after. Or a podcast the next day. This was his response to the thing. He says the plans we saw in Cran and all through the match, we saw it. It looked very cool. And it's a very deadly, painful match. But at the end. I mean, I don't know what people really wanted. Unless you actually wanted us to explode the guys at the end, there's only so much you can do. So I go back to... Was the ending a botch? Or was it what was planned, but then they saw the reaction... And now they can build off of it because this reaction was, whether you want to say, you know, it was bad. I don't think it is because everybody's talking about AEW revolution the next day. Maybe people that weren't even going to even think about watching it end up eyes on the product, right? And now you have your new AEW elevation coming up. I believe that's starting Monday. The way AEW kind of went, again, Moxie, I'm not sure if that was part of the plan or he just grabbed the mic and talked about it. Eddie Kingston, unfortunately, was still selling the bomb. I don't know. Again, half of what you see, nothing of what you hear. That's what you believe in pro wrestling, okay? Half of what you see, nothing that you hear. best way to watch wrestling. Now, Wednesday night rolls around. Moxley and Kingston hanging out. Cut the promo, I thought, very well. Kind of, of, I guess, saving, or if you think saving, I'm not sure. Again, the line's kind of blurry here on what AEW wanted to do. Because, honestly... Did you think they were going to blow up Moxley? Did you think that was going to be the ending? I mean, are we going to do the WWE? Let's burn Bray Wyatt. Let's burn the fiend in the middle of the ring. Are we going to blow up Moxley in the middle of the ring? And then you send Eddie Kingston runs down to cover him. So you're going to blow up two superstars in the ring. Again, going off his last sentence. I don't know what people really wanted. Unless you actually wanted us to explode the guys at the end There's only so much you can do. The reaction has been there. Kingston looks like a hero, right? He ran. He jumped on his friend who, by the way, they were trying to kill each other two months back. Now he's coming out to save him. Kenny Omega says... And their promo later on in the same night, no, no, no. We weren't giving you guys the satisfaction of, A, John Moxley, you being sent out through the explosion, and, B, Eddie Kingston, you getting the royal ending as far as becoming a friend with John Moxley by trying to put yourself over him. As everything was going down. And then of course Eddie Kingston comes out. And the fight begins. But here I want you to think about this. Let's let's go back here. Remember when Matt Sidell. Debuted. And he slipped off the top turnbuckle. AW went back. Michael Nagazawa. Uh, Being the elite. I think it was where. He's putting the baby oil on the top turnbuckle on the ropes there, right? What if, what if Omega did build the proper, you know, exploding explosive device? Whatever you want to call it. What if Kingston came out, removed it, knowing that it wasn't going to explode and now came down to save Moxley to make it look like he's saving his friend? to gain his trust. The only one that would know, right, would be Kingston at this point. And again, they've gone a different way. I believe that that they have at this point. But what what if that was the way they went with it? Eddie Kingston knows the explosive device is not gonna go off, so I'm gonna throw myself on my buddy. I'll we'll make him believe that I was there. Now we become drinking buddies again, do that for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And then you get rid of them, right? You turn on them. They could have went a few different directions on this. But a lot of this is set up to me, by the way, AEW does a lot of their booking. They book small, doesn't look like a lot of detail in the matches to make you start thinking, right? For instance, when uh, Lee Johnson, when he wins the match, right, he goes and he thinks everybody kind of leaves, leaves QT off, right? QT didn't go all ballistic and throw his arms in the air or anything else. He just had that funny look on his face. Like, what about me? You you didn't even think about me. But it was just a look. Things you had to pick up on. That's what AEW does through their programming. They are laying it out. And almost, almost seeing to me, the fans react to something and they have left it open enough to where, okay, we can circle back and make that work. Or we can continue doing the path that we have set for this angle. They don't lock themselves in, which I've seen WWE do many times. They're not locked in on a lot of stuff, right? Because they're throwing little subtle hints. If QT does that and the next week they come back out and like, oh, you know what, we decided not to do it, it was just a reaction. Like, oh, you know what, I'm over it, move on. Now they have extended that storyline to where he said he was over it, but now you're seeing difference, right? Now actions are starting to to dictate what QT Marshall is doing. So with the exploding that they've taken something. They brought more eyes to them. And they need to take, again, you can look at it as a negative if you want. But if you start looking back at what Tony Khan said, was there ever really going to be... Everybody thought the ring was going to blow up when it hit right the 30-minute mark. But when I I read what Tony Khan said right here, it looked very cool. It's a very deadly, painful match. But at the end, I don't know what people really wanted. Unless you actually thought we were going to explode the guys at the end. There's only so much you can do. So was it a botch? Or does this go back to the expectations of what everybody thought the match was going to be? We're going to see the ring blow up. We're going to see Moxley blow up, right? An expectation. When we come back, we're going to dive into WWE. What are they doing? Leading into WrestleMania, I think we're April 10th, 11th. NXT made some announcements. We're going to dive into that. Saturdays, 8 a.m., baseball fans can go deep in the count with Alex Geary, Christian Chase. That was a show right before me. Catch a show that talks Marlins and all the big stories in the major leagues every Saturday, 8 a.m. Seamheads have a new home. Listen to Deep in the Count exclusively on